Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. My name is Aaron, and I am one of your hosts today. There's another host that is joining me, Daniel Sun. Hey guys, what's up? Now real quick, before we start today's episode, I just want to say that if you would like to support the show, then there's a few ways that you could do that. One of the ways is Patreon. Each week, we release a Patreon-exclusive episode that only Patreon supporters can get access to. To sign up, it's only $5 a month, which is only 16 cents a day. Not only do you get an extra episode per week for that $5, but you also get access to our entire back catalog of past Patreon episodes. In total, we have over 135 extra Patreon episodes, which is a lot of extra hours for your listening pleasure. So to see this full list of Patreon episodes, you can go to our website, theoriesofthethirdkind.com. You can click on the Patreon episodes tab, and it will take you straight to our Patreon, which there you can see the entire list of Patreon-exclusive episodes that we have published. Also, today we added another Patreon-exclusive episode, which is over the immortal baby. And it is a very odd story which involves a cult purchasing a baby for them to experiment on to try and create an immortal human being. So you get access to that episode, as well as all of the others, for just $5. Now, if you can't afford a Patreon membership, but you want to help us out, then you can leave us a written review on iTunes or on Spotify, and it helps us out a lot. However, don't feel pressure to leave us one. If you don't want to, then that's fine. We just want you guys, girls, aliens, reptilians, Bigfoot, Sasquatches, Chupacabras, ghosts, Illuminati members, underground lizard people, whoever or whatever you are to enjoy the show. And that is the end of the announcements. So today's episode is Elsagate. So how this episode will go today is that we'll talk about what is Elsagate, how it all started, as well as all the strange facts and findings that we came across while researching this. And then we'll go into theories, and then, of course, end it all with our own personal thoughts and theories. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. In 2016, an individual on YouTube started publishing a series of videos. These short films contained popular characters from children's movies songs, and TV shows, which on the surface seemed to be child-friendly. However, upon watching these videos, it showed individuals committing theft, murder, sexual assault, and even cannibalism. Within two months, multiple channels containing similar videos popped up on YouTube and then were watched by millions of children and became one of the most bizarre scandals that no one talks about. This is Elsagate. So to start this episode off today, we first need to discuss what Elsagate is. And I just want to give a warning if any of you are triggered by theft, murder, child sexual assault, any of those things, you might want to skip this episode because it contains information about that when we start discussing the videos. 
So just uh, giving you a little heads up, okay? All right, so with that being said, Dan, do you want to start it off for us and tell us what Elsagate is? So to describe what this Elsagate is, we first need to talk about YouTube. Now, we all know how popular YouTube is. It has over 2 billion users and is the primary place for many individuals to go and watch videos. And it is because of this that I am sure that many of you listeners right now have had or witnessed this certain scenario play out. So let me paint the picture for you. A child is bored. The parent or the babysitter gives that child their phone or a tablet to sort of keep them entertained. And then the child goes on YouTube and starts watching videos. The parent or the babysitter or whomever is looking after this child assumes that since the child is using the kid's YouTube app, that the videos on there are safe for them to watch. So the parent or babysitter, they really don't pay attention to what the child is watching. Now, on the surface, this would seem like a great tool for parents and children. It keeps the child occupied, and it is also an educational tool. However, this would not be the case for many parents. So as the child watched more and more videos on YouTube, something odd would start to happen. Videos started appearing on the recommendation sidebar that contained characters from children's movies, songs, and TV shows, such as Spider-Man, SpongeBob, Dora the Explorer, Peppa Pig, Mickey Mouse, and even Elsa, which on the surface, that seems normal. However, the thumbnail, which is the preview image of the video, often showed the characters doing sexual acts, drugs, killing one another, or other inappropriate things. Now, you would assume that these videos didn't show these beloved characters actually doing these things, right? That maybe someone made the preview image as sort of a clickbait to get children to click on the video. However, that was not the case. Many of these videos really did show these characters doing these things. It was at this point that a lot of individuals started to notice this and look into the videos and try to figure out why YouTube was recommending them to children. What they found was a network of hundreds of YouTube channels that had over 10,000 plus high production quality videos that were in English, Russian, and even Spanish. All of these videos used the exact same color schemes, and in order to capture the attention from the individuals watching, they would all have similar titles that would contain the names of famous characters, as well as keywords like education, learn colors, nursery rhymes, etc. Another thing that was discovered is that these videos often had themes to them. For an example, there was an anxiety theme where the video often contained spiders, scorpions, injections, gore, such as cuts, decapitations, and arms, legs, and even tongues getting severed off. So upon watching these videos, it would create anxiety upon the viewer. Another one of the things that many of these videos showed was making the user feel disoriented while watching the video by using disorienting angles, shaking the camera, close-ups, irregular sizes of things in the video, such as giant babies, tiny humans, or small humans with huge heads. Also, the videos showed criminal behavior that was accompanied with laughter and happiness in the characters, such as theft, murder, sexual assault, and even cannibalism. Now, as bad as that is, it only gets worse because many of these videos had sexual stuff in it as well. For an example, 
It showed the characters kissing. It showed them simulating pornographic acts on one another. It had bondage, partial nudity, and it even showed some of them urinating on one another. So needless to say, these videos were extremely inappropriate and no children should have been watching them. But however, these videos were tagged in such a way that they were bypassing the child safety algorithm, making their way onto YouTube Kids, and then watched by millions of children due to the majority of them being recommended by YouTube. Not only that, but there were also ads being placed on these videos, which these videos were getting millions of views, which was making whoever was publishing these videos a lot of money. Which leads us to the question, who was behind these videos and why didn't YouTube stop them? So for us to answer this question, we have to go back to when this entire thing started. So back in March of 2016, a YouTube channel was created called Webs and Tiaras. This channel started publishing videos and in them it had characters such as Spider-Man, Elsa, and the Joker engaging in bizarre or nonsensical actions with background music playing and no dialogue. These videos were very odd, to say the least. However, somehow they became very popular, and within two months, this Webs and Tiaras channel had become YouTube's third most viewed channel, with around 1.7 billion views. So fast forward to June of 2016. The Guardian published an article about the channel Webs and Tiaras. It was after this that several near-identical channels started appearing on YouTube, gathering billions of views in a very short period of time. Then, in February of 2017, The Verge published an article online that said, and I quote, Adults dressing up in costumes and acting out weird, wordless skits has become a booming industry on the world's biggest video platform. Now, in this article, the Verge states that these videos were made with a very limited budget and a few Halloween costumes, which made them easy to produce. The article then stated that many of these videos were harmless. However, it did say that some of them featured questionable content, such as violent or sexual situations. Shortly after that article was published, another popular website published an article on the webs and tiaras and other similar supposedly children YouTube channels. In this article, it described the channel's content as nonsensical nightmarish, with titles like Frozen Elsa and Anna Tear Spider-Man Apart, Evil Santa Kidnaps Frozen Elsa and Spider-Man, or Frozen Elsa Flushes Spider-Man in a Toilet. The article also stated that the videos were pretty twisted for children's content, with some of them containing Elsa giving birth and even Spider-Man injecting Elsa with a brightly colored liquid. Now, something else that the article mentioned was that in almost all of these videos, the comment section contained hundreds of comments from various individuals that made no sense. The comments were just gibberish, and that was the end of the article. However, I want you to keep the gibberish comments part in the back of your mind, because we go over that here in a little bit during Strange Facts and Findings, and it's not just gibberish. Spoiler alert. All right, so a month later, in March of 2017, the British Broadcasting Corporation ran an article as well that was titled, The Disturbing YouTube Videos That Are Tricking Children. 
The article focused on a video from one of these channels that showed Peppa Pig getting its teeth painfully pulled out by a dentist, as well as another video of Peppa Pig burning down an occupied house. The article goes on to state that there are hundreds of similar videos that children are being exposed to on the daily. Shortly after that news article, the CTV News reported about what they called YouTube's fake cartoon problem, in which the news station stated that a lot of popular children's shows are appearing on YouTube Kids, which these videos feature kid-friendly thumbnails, which is the preview to the video. However, the video itself is entirely different and often is very unsuitable for children to watch. They stated that these videos were, and we quote, often nightmares to behold with lots of crying and frightening scenes involving monsters and blood. Many of these videos venture into dark territory with the characters often being chased, attacked, or injured in a bloody manner. Now, it was these articles that started making people aware of what was going on. Because of this, a lot of people began posting about it on Twitter, using it as a hashtag, and it became trending, which this brought even more attention to it. There was even a TED Talk presentation about it. So fast forward to only a few months later. In August of 2017, YouTube ended up announcing that they were adopting stricter guidelines regarding children's content. They stated that creators would no longer be able to monetize videos, which, and I quote, made inappropriate use of family-friendly characters. Then, on November 22, 2017, YouTube announced that it had deleted over 50 channels and thousands of videos which did not fit the new guidelines. On November 27th, the company said in a statement to BuzzFeed News that it had terminated more than 270 accounts and removed over 150,000 videos, turned off comments on more than 625,000 videos targeted by child predators, and removed ads from nearly 2 million videos in over 50,000 channels masquerading as family-friendly content. Now, even after that statement from YouTube and them terminating a lot of accounts and making those new guideline changes, parents were still noticing that these inappropriate videos were still showing up on their children's recommended videos for them to watch. Which this made a lot of people wonder why YouTube was still allowing this and who was behind it all. However, the news stations quit reporting on the story and magically everyone forgot about it. And that right there is Elsagate. However, the story does not end there because just like every week, we decided to go down this rabbit hole and see what facts that we could find about this topic. So Dan, do you want to start it off for us and tell us about our first strange fact and finding? Absolutely. So our first strange fact and finding is about the New York Times. Now back in 2017, when the Elsagate controversy was at its peak, the New York Times started investigating it. They ended up finding that one of the channels producing these weird-ass videos aimed at children linked to a website called superkidsshop.com. The New York Times determined that the domain of the website was registered to an individual in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. You're a disgrace! <laughs> it's, that's where a lot of Dan's ancestors are from. Uh, and am I, am I pronouncing that right, by the way, Dan? Ho Chi Minh City, yes. Okay. So, after the New York Times found this out, they ended up getting a hold of the individual that worked 
for this superkidshop.com, who then confirmed that his partners were responsible for the videos and that they had a team of about 100 people working on making these videos. So that's what they discovered, the New York Times, that there is a group of individuals in Vietnam that are producing these videos. So yeah, that's our first strange fact and finding, and we discuss in more depth about these content farms, because you dug deep into it, Dan, because you were upset. You were like, why are my people doing this? Yeah, it was disturbing to hear that it was in Vietnam. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, tell them, Dan. I am half Vietnamese. I respect my culture, and I love it. All right, so there you go. That's our first strange fact and finding. Uh, let's get into our next one. Dan, do you want to start this one off for us? Yeah. So this next strange fact and finding is about another investigation that was done. So the French-Canadian outlet tabloid ended up releasing a video investigation about a YouTube channel called Toy Monster. The investigation found that this Toy Monster channel was creating those weird-ass videos and was actually linked to the Webs and Tiara's channel. Now, during their investigation, they actually were able to find the owners of the channel, which they found out that they lived in Canada. And then the tabloid ended up confronting them. However, these individuals refused to be interviewed. Now, the tabloid was able to get a hold of one of the actors that was featured in these videos, and he stated that he was contractually obligated to refrain from talking about the videos to anyone. And then the uh, tabloid also stated that during the investigation that they had uncovered that identical content was being posted on numerous different channels that were all being operated by the same people that owned the Webs and Tiara's channel. So it sounds like to me, this Web and Tiara channel found out a way to bypass the algorithm, started making a lot of money, and then said, hey, we can double it, triple it, let's just expand it and make a whole bunch of channels. Dude, it's in their name, Webs. They spread out like a bunch of spider webs, just yeah. connecting everything. Yeah. So, eh, well, but I'll save my theories for the theories part. All right, so tell us about this next thing that you dove deep into, Dan. All right, so this next strange fact I'm finding that we're going to discuss are some of the videos that were being shown on YouTube Kids, as well as the thumbnails that they had used. Now, of course, we can't show all of them because there are a ton of them, probably hundreds of thousands still, but we did end up picking a couple of them. So we're going to go over, I believe we have three. Some of the thumbnails are innocent, and then some of them are not. Yeah, so this first thumbnail we have looks like it's from the TV show Hey Arnold, and the thumbnail looks innocent. I mean, it just shows one of the um, people from the TV show Hey Arnold talking to another kid in class. Yeah, and we have a link to it, which we're going to watch real quick. All right. And we're going to start it at about a minute. It's a portion of the episode of Season 4, Episode 7, Love and Cheese. This short 20-second clip I want you to watch is just disturbing because this is supposed to be uh, Hey Arnold. Okay, and it's on the channel Free Cartoons HD. And if you actually want a link to this actual video, you can go to our website, theoriesofthethirdkind.com. You can click on today's episode, and we will provide a link to this so you can see it for yourself. Um, but like Dan said, the video is titled Hey Arnold, Season 4, Episode 7, Love and Cheese. 
which I don't know if that's a reference. To, was that the actual title of the episode or is that like a reference to uh, Pizzagate? I have no idea now that you say that. Okay. Uh, Love and Cheese was the actual title oh. of the episode. Okay. All right. So let's watch this uh, clip and see what happens. And all right. So we're supposed to start at the one minute mark. Hold on. I'm going to start it at the beginning because it shows clips of Hey Arnold and then it, a video of Ryan's toys review and Ryan knocking on the door. And then it switches back to Hey Arnold with them in the classroom fighting over something. And then it shows a clip of, or it changes to a scene of two children, one sitting on the couch and the other one coloring on piece of paper. Then back to the Hey Arnold episode where they're in the classroom arguing and the teacher trying to get control of everyone. It's edited very, very weirdly. And then the teacher like gets slowed down and saturation goes higher so it's like a the color's not matching and then it switches at 30 seconds it switches to max headroom uh if you're familiar with that the guy talking on tv and then it switches back to hey arnold but it's in black and white okay it's just showing the episode and then back to ryan's toys review with him getting in a car with his sister and then back to max headroom and then back to the teacher and then back to Ryan's Toys Review, and then back to the children coloring black and white, and then back to Hey Arnold, and back to Ryan's Toys Review. Man, it's very disorienting. Holy shit. Oh, it gets, it gets worse. Whoa. Okay, so then it starts speeding up and reversing and changing colors, and whoa, what the hell? Did you see it? Hold on. Was that a clip of a person putting like a needle through a dog's ear? Someone fixing a stuffed toy animal, but that's not the weird part. Keep going. Okay. Okay, so the needle is someone fixing a, a stuffed animal. Okay. So keep going. I believe it's about 120. 120. Okay, I'm at 113, 114. Okay, it's max headroom. Hold on. Whoop. Okay, I'm at 116 in the episode. Shows an eyeball with two pupils, and then it switches over to a whoa. Of the, I mean, not even a second. Not even a second. I caught it, though. It shows a picture of Anton LaVey, who is an American author, but he's also the founder of Church of Satan and the religion of Satanism. And this image shows him in the background with a pentagram, and in front of him is a person wearing a cat mask, and then another person wearing a pig mask, and then another person wearing a mask of a red goat. And it shows that at 117 for just a second. I'm going to screenshot this so we can post this image up on... Uh, it gets a little worse. It gets, whoa, gets worse? Okay. Well, I'm going to save this one, Anton. After that, holy shit. It shows a pentagram with 666. And then, damn, these images are going so fast. And then it shows a picture of Jesus as like a zombie. And then it shows a demon with wings. And then back to the Hey Arnold episode. And I'm at 130. I honestly haven't watched any more than that. Just because I was just like, that was enough. A lot of weird stuff in there. Then it goes back to like the kid that I guess had the dog's ear fixed or something like that. I don't know. So yeah, this, this is a very weird uh, video. And I feel bad for children who think it's an actual episode of Hey Arnold. Because there's like a good stretch of like 40 seconds. It does get worse. It starts around like two minutes and five seconds, I believe. Starts to get worse. It has an image of Bohemian Grove in here. Oh, wow. So, yeah, later on in that episode, I mean, it just continues to show Hey Arnold, and then it switches over to a person that looks like they're burning in hell, and then an image of Bohemian Grove. 
Two minutes and ten seconds. Tell me what you see. Oh, mother. God dang it. And then it shows an image. I mean, a quick succession of images. Like, these are being flashed during this episode. Shows an image of an alien and then an image of, like, a dead goat. And then it shows... Oh, my God. How is this even allowed on YouTube? It shows an image of... It looks like two individuals hacking someone in half. And that's at two minutes and ten seconds of this video. Of this supposed Hey Arnold video. And there's still a minute and, what, 41 seconds left? Yeah. All right. So it also just flashed an image during this Hey Arnold episode. I mean, very quickly of... Looked like someone who was dying on the ground with their head open. Yeah, they're... Yeah, that's not good. Oh! Oh my God, Dan, go to two minutes and 36 seconds. Two minutes and 37 seconds. Tell me what that is. All right, one sec. How is this allowed on YouTube? That's pretty much a naked lady right there. It's a naked lady uh, standing in front of a mirror. Naked. On the phone. I mean, it's only like not even a second that image flashes up. It's not even an image, it's a video of her. I have the speed of this video at 0.5, so I slowed it down by half. And these images are going by really quick still. We still have a minute of this video left. And an image of the 666 highway comes up and then transforms back to kids sitting around. And then Hey Arnold episode and then Ryan's Toys Review. And then this is like a perfect example of Elsa Gate right here. Yeah, this was by far probably the most disturbing video I found involving this shit. It just keeps going with these subliminal messages being flashed as you're watching this episode, the same ones over and over again. And at the very end, it shows uh, like a highway sign that says 666, and then below it, it says bleed, and then the video ends. Yeah, so if you want to see that video, <laughs> go to theoriesofthethirdkind.com, click on today's episode, and we will have a link for it. So you can go watch it yourself so that you know we are not lying. Oh, yeah, and we would have gotten uh, copy striked because the music that's playing in it, Guess what song it is? What song? Fergalicious, the instrumental. Oh. Mm. Anyways, so that right there is the first video example. Uh, what else do you got for us, Dan? What's this next one? This next one we got is from the game Among Us. Have you ever played? I've never played. I've seen videos of it, though. Yeah, I've seen people play it, and I know kids love playing the game. And As you can see, I have an image of the thumbnail that it had. Okay, so this thumbnail is individuals of the game that are in it, I, I'm guessing. Two of them laying on top of a counter with their butts exposed that are red, and then it shows another character standing to the side of them and pretty much spanking them. And that's what the thumbnail is. So let's... Jesus, I don't even want to watch this video, but... So the name of this video is... Cup song funny moments in Among Us slash Among Us animation. And it is from the Pop Among channel and it has 480,000 views. All right. So let's watch this and see what it starts off with. So it shows the very first few seconds, it shows an Among Us character holding up his finger to his mouth, telling the individual who's watching this, shh, be quiet. And then it shows an Among Us character sleeping on the couch, and then another one walking up next to it, which is has a bow tie in its hair. Waking up the other one sleeping on the couch. The one that woke the other one up says, I'm hungry. The one sleeping on the couch gets off the couch. They walk together 
into another room of the house, which shows a what is that? Which shows like a an Among Us character on the wall, like a poster of another Among Us character, but dancing sort of showing very feminine features. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the one that was sleeping on the couch, that character stopped, looked at the poster, eyes got really big, and then a heart symbol came up over this individual's head. Then the individual turns around, and you can see that their butt is ginormous on the one that's looking at this poster. The other Among Us character comes back to say, hey, why aren't you following me? Slaps the Among Us character that's looking at the poster. That Among Us character that got slapped ends up crying, and then they end up kissing. Oh, wait, what? And then he turns the one, they end up kissing, and then the guy Among Us character turns around the other one, and then it blurs out her butt and then slaps it, and then they take off walking to a burger joint. Then at this burger joint, there is the Among Us character from the poster who has a big butt, and the butt is blurred out, and then the other Among Us character touches the butt at sexual assault that he's doing. Keeps touching her butt while his, I guess his partner is ordering a burger. He keeps groping the other individual in their butt, but it's like blurred out. It has like a diamond over it and it's blurred out. The partner notices this, turns around. What the hell happened to the guy? He just disappeared. The other one did like a flying kick and kicked him off screen. And that's the end. So that one wasn't as bad as the other one, but this one, there's tons of videos like this using the title like Cup Song Funny Moments. Yeah, you go to their channel. They have one, two, three, so eight, nine. They have 10 videos. Uh, with the most recent one being published 13 days ago. And the most popular video has 4 million views. They, in total, they have 6.1 million views on 10 videos. And you go to the About page, and they're located in Japan. All the thumbnails are super disturbing on this one. Anyway, so that's our second video example. I'm just like looking at the comments. The other, one of the comments is, wow, 78 B+. Like, were they grading the video? Or? I guess. I don't know. All right. So let's get on to this next video. Tell us about this one, Dan. All right. So this next video, uh, the thumbnail is already disturbing enough. It has Elsa on it with a very... Okay. Look, I'm just going to say it. It looks like Elsa's being pinned up against the wall, and she's looking behind her as if um, she is participating in something that is adult. Okay? She's getting her cheeks clapped. All right? That's what it looks like. And it's not supposed to be that way for a children's video. Okay. No. And honestly, this actually uses SpongeBob, uh, the TV show SpongeBob. If you watch the video, a TV falls down in front of SpongeBob, Squidward, and Patrick. And on it is the Elsa video. Yes. So the title of this video is called Elsa. She is your sister. It has 160,000 views. And the description is Elsa does weird things with her sister. And like Dan said, the video starts off with Spongebob, Patrick, and Squidward. And TV falls to the ground, and they begin watching what comes up on the TV, which this video is very short. It's only 18 seconds long. But look at the recommended videos that pop up after the video ends. Okay, we'll look at that here in a minute after we watch this video. But the video they start watching shows, I'm guessing that's Elsa. I don't freaking know. Some animated character that's showing up on the video that uh, Spongebob and them are watching that's on the TV that fell. Uh, being chained up to some wall, and then Elsa comes up and, like, sexually touches the nose of that other person, I guess, which is her sister, creates an ice cube, and then Patrick turns the TV off, and then what's-his-face gets pissed off. Squidward. 
Yeah. Now I'm supposed I'm gonna say that that's not what showed up on the TV in the actual episode. I don't know what shows up on it, but yeah. Anyways, so there you go. That's some examples. If you want to go take a look at them, be my guest, but be warned, they are extremely disturbing. Okay. The one thing I did notice about some of these videos is that these people know what they're doing, and they've actually cited like on their description that oh, this is to be watched for kids above 13 plus, and then they actually cite some friggin' law to protect themselves, it's disturbing. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's get into uh, our next strange fact and finding, which is just as disturbing as these videos. Oh, yeah. So our next strange fact and finding is about some of the comments on these videos. Now, before we get into that, let's take a quick break. We will be right back. All right, welcome back. Now, if you go to some of these videos, you will begin to notice that in the comments section, there are some comments that do not make any sense. They're like scrambled words that look like a kid had like accidentally pressed buttons on their phone or tablet and ended up posting it as a comment on the video, which majority of the people assumed, right? And which I would assume would be the case as well. Yeah. However, some individuals figured out that if you take the comment that looks like gibberish and you search that comment on Google, a video of children twerking comes up and nothing else. And it's not by mistake either, because if you change any of the gibberish, it comes up with nothing. But if you post that exact gibberish, it pulls up with a video of the child twerking. And it's different children with different comments, which led people to start thinking that these comments were not being posted on accident, that they were maybe like codes or ciphers being used for nefarious purposes, such as like file sharing or communications between like a network of people who sell children. But we'll save all that for our theory section. So we just wanted to mention that comment section because it's disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Like Aaron said, like these comments have to be pasted exactly as they're written. If you change just a capitalization or put a space or something in there, nothing comes up. It has to be the exact comment and it takes you directly to like a video. Yeah. Disturbing stuff, man. It is. All right, Dan, tell us about this next strange fact and finding. Oh, there's nothing more disturbing than this right here. Thank you for taking one for the team, Aaron. <sighs> You're welcome. All right, so our next strange fact and finding is actually a test that we wanted to perform. We wanted to personally see if YouTube Kids was still suggesting these videos to children, which Aaron did the honors. Before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is our last one, so don't go nowhere. All right, welcome back. So in case you don't know, there's regular YouTube and then there's YouTube Kids. Now this YouTube Kids is supposed to have guidelines that make it to where these videos do not appear. And I wanted to see if this was the case. So I cleared my entire cookies and all that for my computer, started it up fresh with an incognito window, went to YouTube Kids. And when you go to YouTube Kids, it gives you three options. You can select preschool videos, which is videos for children ages four and under. And then there's an option that's called younger, which is for ages five to eight. And then there's an option that they call older, which is for ages nine to 12. So I did this for each age group. I went there with an incognito mode. So it's all clear, right? Starting fresh. And I clicked on the preschool four and under and I wanted to see how long it would take me to get to a disturbing video that was recommended. And I did this each time. I would, once I got to the video, I closed the 
browser out and I restarted it back up in incognito mode, clean and ready to go, cleared the cookies and all that. And I went to the next age range, five to eight, and then went to the recommended videos to see how quickly a disturbing one would come up. And then I did the same thing for the next age group. And I recorded this all on OBS. So I would have proof. So Dan. Yes. You want to take a gander at my OBS recordings over here real quick? All right. One sec. All right. This video is a couple of minutes long. As you can see, go to YouTube first on accident and look at the recommended. And then I go to YouTube Kids. I click on the YouTube Kids app or YouTubeKids.com. Takes a little bit to pull up. It asks you if you want to sign in. You click stay signed out. You say get started. It asks you for four times three, like a like a robot thing for parents. You enter in the thing and then you click you accept and then select what content, which is the preschool content for and under. And then I click select. I turn the search off because it allows you to click uh, search on or search off, search off. And then I just wanted to see what would show up automatically appears with recommended videos at the start. Like it gives you the front page and you aren't allowed to search anything because it's turned the search off. So I selected one of the random videos, just a random Coco Melon video. And then on the right, after you select the video on the right, it will have recommended videos. And then I selected a big learning video for toddlers, which shows different colors and how to learn and stuff like that. And I kind of went through that video to see like what the video was showing, if it was really showing how to learn colors. And I noticed it was odd because it showed an eggplant and then cutting an eggplant in half. But I was like, eh, maybe it's just coincidence, you know, it's whatever. I'll just let that one pass. Playing with the eggplant again in this video. Eh, a little weird. So then I click on learning colors with slide and more. Uh, that's the next recommended video I click on. So now I'm at three recommended videos. Well, I hit an ad and I click on Diana and useful stories about good behavior. It's the fourth recommended video. And then I start seeing kind of, it starts getting weird. Like the recommendations, this is where after the fourth recommended video, the recommendations on the right start getting weird. For an example, there's a video that says, no, no, don't put it in your mouth. A uh, little weird. And then there's a video that's in a different language and it shows a woman getting her dress pulled by a little kid or... I wouldn't say a little kid, but maybe like a nine-year-old. So I clicked on that video to see what it would suggest after that. And uh, like I said, the video suggestions start getting really weird. Like there's a video that shows Rapunzel passed out on the ground. Oh, and this is, this is what takes the cake for me right here. This is like six, seven recommended videos in is I seen a video that had Barbie and Ken with Barbie extremely pregnant. And I'm like, okay, I got to click on this. And it says Barbie and Ken morning routine. And it's like a, I guess it's Japanese after it because I have no idea what it says afterwards. So I was like, okay, I'm going to click on this recommended video. At the start of it, it shows Ken and Barbie naked in the bed, rocking back and forth together. And then it shows the camera shaking as if something's happening. The alarm goes off. One of them hit the alarm. They're still in bed together. Uh, Ken gets up out of bed. He goes in the kitchen, still in a towel, gets dressed. Barbie makes him breakfast, and she's like got a super pregnant belly. And I was like, eh, it's a little weird to be showing kids. And then if you look to the right, you look at the recommended videos, it shows a kid sick in bed with all of like these sores on him and like a mosquito about to stab him. Like this is where things got really weird. And I'm like, okay, 
I'm done with the zero to four. It took not long at all to find very weird videos. So then I decided to do the five to eight year old. Same thing. Cleared my browser, went to the videos, and this one took no time at all. And pay no attention to me getting the math question wrong at the beginning. <laughs> it says parents only six times nine. And I put, I put something wrong. I'm like, after. All right, so the same thing, turn search off, and I just started with the recommended videos. So I click the first one, seven-year-old crushes national anthem, I'm like, okay. I go to the right side, scroll down the recommended videos, click on Johnny Johnny Yes Papa Nursery Rhyme Compilation, and then it hits me with an ad, and I start scrolling down, looking to see what it's going to recommend, and this is where it sort of gets a little weird with the recommendations, two videos in. It starts showing like bowls of worms and then like a pencil with like a pointing towards a toilet. So I'm like, okay, I got to click the pencil with the toilet one to see what it's going to recommend after that. And three videos in and I'm already like, this is extremely weird. Look at this. Look at these recommended videos now. The recommended videos, three videos in, shows someone uh, the thumbnail of an individual with their ass up and like farting out another person, almost like shitting on them. And then another recommended video is an individual eating another person's head. And then the one above that is an individual with like a thing on their head, kind of like getting mind controlled. These are recommended videos on YouTube kids. No, this is five to eight years old. And this is like three to four recommended videos in. So yeah, you pretty much get the drift. I did the same thing nine to 12 years old. It took the same amount of time as the zero to four years old. Took like seven to eight recommended videos, unlike the five to eight, which took four. So there you go. That was my test. I have the OBS recordings if anyone wants to see them, if you think I'm lying. But there you go. That was my test to prove that this is still going on on YouTube Kids. Yeah, that didn't take long at all for you to find disturbing videos. Yeah. So let's roll into this next strange fact and finding, Dan. All right. So the next strange fact and finding is about behavior effects. So while we were researching this, we started wondering what sort of effects would these videos have on children. Now, we did find some discussions on some websites between parents in which they talk about witnessing unusual behavior in their children after watching videos from those channels, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, so we decided to dig deeper and found a pediatrics professor who actually commented on this. This professor stated that these types of videos were harmful to children due to the fact that the characters that they were seeing in these videos, they thought that they knew and trusted. However, these characters are behaving in an improper or violent manner, and it could cause some serious long-term effects on them later in life. And I could see that, right? I mean, kids copy what they see. Yeah, and they trust and love, and they think they know these superheroes or whatever, and then they see them do something that they've been told not to do. They're like, that's oh, a bit confusing, you know? Yep. Anyways, all right, so let's get on to our next strange fact and finding. All right, the next strange fact and finding has to do with turkey. Not the delicious bird. Nope, nope, nope. The country turkey. So in late 2018, many Turkish media outlets began complaining about child abuse in Turkish YouTube channels targeted at children. One of the channels that the media complained about had a video called Nursery Rhymes which had been viewed over 35 million times. In this video, it shows a father dressed as a clown and exhibiting traumatizing and inappropriate actions towards vulnerable children. 
Now, this channel had a total of 15 million subscribers, and the father had earned millions of dollars in ad revenue. A year later, another article was published in Turkey about this channel, stating that the father is making millions off of abusing his children. Only a short time after that article was published, YouTube ended up terminating almost every Turkish YouTube channel that contained videos of children, including the channel that had over 15 million subscribers. So they said, you know what? If your channel has a video of a child on it, it's getting deleted. It's crazy. Yeah, they just deleted a buttload of channels. So let's get on to our next strange fact and finding, which is about an individual who uncovered something on YouTube. And this is similar, but a little different, okay? So around 2019, a YouTuber named Matt ended up making it onto the front page of the website Reddit due to this crazy discovery. Matt discovered by using Google, he could click through normal, clean YouTube videos and end up on sick, suggested videos of young girls. Now, a lot of these videos were of young girls in bikinis and such, but they were not meant to be sexual, but the people commenting made it very sexual. A lot of the comments would have timestamps of girls in certain angles and positions. So this post on Reddit became super popular, and major companies like Epic Games decided to pull their ads from YouTube. Following that, the company Peloton, who makes the bicycle thingies, you know, they question YouTube saying, hey, why are my ads being published on inappropriate content like that? It was at this point that YouTube uh, updated their channel strike system, which warns users with inappropriate behavior three times before a ban is implemented. So shortly after that, most of those types of videos that Matt showed had their comments disabled on them, which showed that YouTube was aware of these comments and tried to do a patchwork job of stopping the comments. And he also pointed out that the videos and comments all started around the same time the Elsa Gate controversy has, had exploded, which was what, 2016 is when it really exploded? 2016, 2017, yeah. Of course, more people got pissed and more companies like AT&T, Hasbro, Disney, and Nestle, they too decided to stop spending money on YouTube ads. Now, something that we wanted to mention as like a little knowledge nugget is that after Matt's discovery pretty much got super popular on Reddit, a lot of articles were written about it, which in some of those articles, they state that these inappropriate children channels are linked to what they call content farms, which I had no idea what those were. But Dan went down the rabbit hole of them, and he's going to tell us what they are. All right. So content farms are websites that produce a large amount of low-quality articles on many different topics. And when I say articles, that could be actual articles, videos, audio, just anything that people can, you know, read or hear from. Then they use keywords so that they are placed highly on Google or other search engine results. Which sadly, a lot of these companies that they found out that were doing this were from the Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam area. Oh, good Lord. So it links back to these videos that they're not very good quality. They're just a bunch of stuff put together, very disturbing stuff. And these ads are being played on being played on them and they have tons of channels like this so they're just building up ad revenue they're making a lot of money yeah man that's disturbing that 
they're making that much money off of it, which kind of gives them incentive to publish these videos, right? Yeah, and they don't really care about your kids watching this stuff on there. They're making their money, and they know that the more clicks they get, the more money they make. Yep, which this leads us to our next section of the episode, which is theories, where we discuss different theories as to why, what, or who are developing these videos and why. So, Dan, you want to tell us about our first theory? So, the first theory we have is called brainwashing. So, this theory is that these videos are being made for the purpose of brainwashing children into thinking that inappropriate behavior is normal, as well as psychopathic behavior, pedophilia, and other sexual abuse is normal. Now, who would be doing this? Well, we have a few theories as to who could be doing this and why. The first theory is that it is being done by corporations. Some individuals think that large corporations are purposely making these videos as a way to make it easier for children that are watching this when they turn into adults to have triggers later on in life due to certain things that they see. And why would big corporations do this? Well, they can use these triggers in future advertising to get these adults to purchase things. So pretty much uh, creating triggers for them young so that later on in life they can say, hey, these subset of adults have these sort of triggers. If we play this type of ad, we know that they will purchase it or believe in this to pretty much manipulate them later on. There's a word for that. It's like, say, every time I do something, it makes you crave something. So it's like, say, every time I whistle, I offer you a piece of chocolate, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the name of that word is, but Coca-Cola did this with their canned drinks. They purposely, oh, yeah, the they purposely made it loud when you open up a canned drink so that it triggers other individuals into thinking, oh, I want a Coca-Cola, you know? Same thing when you go to the movie theaters. Before you watch the movies, when you see the ads play of Coca-Cola, of a drink pouring out, and you see the fizziness and then the candy rolling at you, it's supposed to trigger your brain into thinking, I should probably go get a snack before the movie starts, you know? Or, ooh, yeah, I would like to have a soda. It's those sort of triggers that this kind of theory revolves around that these are implementing these triggers in the kids young so that they can make more money later on in life, which is completely disgusting. All right. So, Dan, tell us, what is the next theory as in who is doing this as well? This theory is that Big Pharma realizes that the younger generation are becoming more spiritually awakened and they're coming to hate the fact of being medicated and, you know, they're they're preferring the more spiritual route. To stop this, Big Pharma creates these videos to traumatize children into developing certain mental illnesses later in life so that they become medicated and depend on Big Pharma. I would not put that past them. I wouldn't either. Now, there is another theory that states the people behind this is actually the government, that the government has figured out that they can effectively subject millions of children to certain videos, and then wait and see how they develop later on in life. Sort of kind of like MK Ultra testing, but on children. That they ha say, hey, let's take our youth, let's subject them to a whole bunch of these weird-ass videos and see how they develop. Which, why would they do that to the youth of their own citizens? But then again, you know, why would they inject millions of people with 
syphilis and gonorrhea in prisons like they did and just go listen to our unethical human experimentation episode and you can see the horrors that the United States government has done to its own civilians. Pretty bad. Yep. All right, so tell us about this next theory, Dan. All right, the next one is called money bags. So this theory states that these videos are not being done for nefarious reasons, but instead someone had just figured out a way to manipulate YouTube's algorithm and make a shit ton of money. Part of me wants to think this because it makes the most sense. You make these weird-ass videos and you get kids to click on them, or these weird-ass thumbnails, kids click on them, and you make them weirder so the kids continue to watch them. And they're like, whoa, we've never seen this before, which is completely jacked up, and whoever is doing this is a piece of shit just to make money. I think this is only part of the big, big problem. Ooh. Okay. I'll save my theory for later. All right. So this next theory that we have is called Child Ring. So this theory states that these Elsagate channels are actually a part of a giant child trafficking ring. So do you remember earlier when we mentioned the weird gibberish comments and, uh, and how if you Google those comments, it shows a video of a child dancing or whatever? Yep. Yeah, well, this theory states that those short videos of children is sort of like a marketing tactic of those children to an underground trafficking organization, and it's all happening in plain sight in the YouTube comments. So let's say you want to purchase a child, you start looking at these videos and finding these comments, you post them, and then you come across a video of a child that you like that's dancing and you're like, okay, I want to purchase that one. And it's a way for them to like market their children in plain sight. And you would never, have, never guess it. See, I, I don't want to believe that one, but then again, there was a guy on Reddit that did a ton of research on this. Like he went through multiple videos. He said like, go through multiple videos. You find the comments, you follow that commenters, like comments and stuff. And it goes to pretty much the same types of videos of, children just playing outside or playing with water stuff like that and it's just multiple comments like this now i didn't take any of those comments and put them in like any search engine to see where they took me but he the guy said just following the user's comments and stuff you end up going to more and more videos which of course a lot of people will still believe that it's just kids going on there and hitting buttons and leaving random comments which some are which some are, but when you go follow the user that left the comment and they're going to multiple videos like this, leaving weird gibberish, it starts to get a little suspicious. Yep, exactly. All right, so let's get on to our next theory. Dan, tell us about this one. All right, so this theory is called Destroying the Future. So this theory is that these videos are being made by an AI program as a way to secretly and slowly destroy the minds of the youth. The AI program watches the children and knows what they click on, what they watch, and what will affect them the most later on in life and cause them problems. So this AI program wants to get rid of the humans and how it does that is by secretly attacking its youth by screwing them up psychologically from a young age. So pretty much it, this theory is that we are already under attack by a highly advanced AI program or some type of AI. and. It starts off destroying humankind by destroying the minds of the youth early by making these YouTube videos. I mean, 
I don't think people realize how advanced AI is now that it can make videos. It can, you could put in keywords and it makes a photo or makes an image that it created itself. Like it can do all this shit now. But is it advanced enough to have its own decision making to where it's like, I'm going to destroy my creator and its creations by developing a ways that will be undetected by them to where when they already detected, it's already going to be too late. I forgot who was it that was interviewing one of the AIs that was created that they had like their own little body and everything. And they asked it and they talked about that sooner or later that the AI will take over the world and rule over humans or something like that. Whether that was scripted or not, I don't know. But I mean, it kind of kind of works with this. And do I believe that AI right now has like a conscious that's doing this? I'm 50 50 on that, but it would be a good way for them to do it. It definitely would be a good way to do it. Damn. Instead of going Terminator style and actually physically harming us, they're psychologically harming us. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do this next theory? Because I have the last one because it's my favorite. All right. So this next theory we're going to talk about is called cartoon. So the theory states that large corporations such as Disney does not like their intellectual property being profited upon. They reached out to YouTube and they stated that they are working on it. However, it took them forever. So instead of these large corporations filing claims on all these videos that are earning money off their images, they instead decide to ruin it for everyone. They are the ones that went to the media and made them run articles about what these videos are showing as sort of a way to force YouTube's hand in doing something about these videos containing their images. So pretty much Disney saw these very few videos being made and then they're like, hey, YouTube, do something about it. YouTube's like, okay, we will. They're taking too long, though. Disney was like, well, you know what? We're going to ruin it for everybody. They start mass producing these channels and then going out to these uh, news media outlets and saying, hey, look at all these weird videos that are being on uh, YouTube kids. You know, YouTube's not doing anything about it. You need to run articles on it. And then these journalists are like, oh, wow, thanks. And then they start running articles on it and forces YouTube's hand at wiping the slate. But as you can see, it's still happening. Kind of see that. But then again, I'm just like, honestly, they probably wouldn't even care. These videos are really out there because I know it sounds bad. These kids are watching these videos. They're still watching the characters that Disney made. They're like, oh, that's so like cool. You know, watching this character and all that stuff. They still like the character. They still go out and buy the product, the merch and all that stuff for the characters and stuff. So Disney's still profiting off of it. Well, not just Disney, but I don't know, man. Wouldn't you if you were Disney, wouldn't you be afraid of somebody taking their one of their characters that a child loves and making a video of them doing something inappropriate or like murdering another character? And then a child comes across that video and sees it and then it destroys that character for that child. So that child's no longer wanting to associate or watch any of those videos anymore and then the parent sees it and is like oh yeah you're not watching that anymore you're not watching anything that involves johnny bravo or rocco's martyr on life or anything like that. i mean that. yeah i can see that it's just well disney when we did the episode over disney you can't use any of their images can't use nothing because everything's copyrighted you can't use their image you can't use their logo just like nintendo you use anything of nintendo's they'll copy strike you yeah so i mean i could see that's why i said i could kind of see this then again it's like I mean, they're using our shit, not supposed to, but then again, it's still kind of advertising. The kids' minds are being messed with already. Doesn't matter. Because mm. I, I honestly, I don't think they're doing any good because this makes them out to be kind of like heroes to stop it, but yet 
they're doing it for their own personal gain. Okay. All right, so let's get on to our last theory. So this theory is called Inside Job. So this theory is that YouTube is the entire one behind this. Now, as crazy as this theory sounds, just hear me out. So what if YouTube was the ones making the videos and purposely showing them to millions of children? Now, they do this as a way for them to gather data on children and what videos work best. Like they say, okay, these videos, these color schemes, this and that is what the children are recommending, is what they click on. They take all of this data, YouTube does, and they sell it to large animation studios like Disney. Now, Disney then turns around and uses that data as a template for them to create movies or TV shows that they know will do great in the box office and be hits. Because YouTube already has all of that data and what the children prefer to watch. And then they say, hey, well, let's test all this other stuff. And then they sell all of that data to these animation studios. Makes sense, you know? I could see that because, I mean, YouTube, it knows what videos to recommend to you. So it's collecting data on you. So it's knowing what you think, what you like, what you look for, what you want to buy. You want to hear some statistics real quick over YouTube's revenue? Tell me. All right. So in 2017, YouTube earned $8.1 billion in revenue. In 2018, they earned $11.1 billion in revenue. Do you want to take a guess? How much revenue YouTube earned in 2021? $28.84 billion, which is 46% more oh. than they earned in 2020. Which, I mean, it makes sense. A lot of people inside because of, you know, what happened. But a lot more people were watching YouTube at that point. Netflix's revenue is $29.7 billion. YouTube's $28. Point eight billion. They're right behind Netflix. It's weird, man. You got YouTube, which of course is owned by Google. They have all this data on everyone. Mm. It's I don't know. Something definitely is going on. They probably gather the data, then they sell it off, making more money on the side. Yep. And that twenty eight point eight billion dollars in revenue is just from their advertising revenue from YouTube. How much they get off ads? Damn. We're over here getting a pack of ramen for our ads that we run. That's Anyways. right. All right. So let's roll over to personal thoughts and theories. Dan, if you had to select what you honestly think is going on with these videos, what do you think it is? Do you think it's YouTube that's behind this? Do you think it's large corporations? Do you think it's just personal greed? Do you think it's a mixture of both or that there's a child trafficking ring? I want your opinion. All right. So it's definitely, I don't think it's the child trafficking. There wasn't too much to back it up. It was very suspicious, but... But you're not saying that there is not child trafficking in the world, because there is. Oh, there definitely is. But I don't think this is what they're doing. It's very suspicious, but I don't think that's what it is. But, I mean, that doesn't say that there's not pedophiles commenting on videos like that, because, I mean, YouTube already disabled a ton of comments and stuff. That was a given. So they knew that was happening, and instead of, like, taking the videos down and stuff, they just disabled comments. Which, that didn't do shit, honestly. But what I really think it is, it's a money bag with destroying the youth as well. Those two. Oh, okay. 
the content farming thing really pisses me off because I didn't know about it. And I hate the fact that a lot of them are from Vietnam. But you think about it. This is going to sound bad, but I know you know the term gold farmer. Oh, God. Yes, I do know the term. And explain it for individuals that don't know what it is. All right. So it happens a lot overseas and where like you're playing a video game. We'll say World of Warcraft. There are a bunch of gold sellers, people that advertise in the game that gets super annoying where they're selling gold because you need gold to buy certain things to be able to progress through the game sometimes, you know, help you build your character up to get ready for what they call in game. Now, when you don't have a lot of time, you don't have a lot of time to actually farm your own gold, you can buy gold. Now it's against the rules, but people do it. But then you have these people that actually farm gold, which this, hate to say it, a lot of overseas countries, especially Asian countries, do a lot of gold farming. People set up tons of accounts and all they do is play the game, farming gold, and then as soon as they get enough, they sell it off, they make money that way. Content farming, that is pretty much what it is. I see them as doing this as another way to make quick money. They're putting out shitty videos like this, disgusting videos, but they're long enough to where there's ads are able to play in them and everything to get that ad revenue. They make the money, but at the same time, they're destroying the youth. They don't care because it's, think about it, it's probably mostly United States children probably watching these videos. Hate to say it. Yeah. It's like targeting them. Yep. But I was just looking up the, uh, which country has the most YouTube viewers in pretty much in the world? Can you guess the number one, though? It's not the United States, is it? No. It's Canada. Europe. India. Uh, that makes sense. Second largest country in the world. Or second largest population. Yeah, they have about 467 million users that watch YouTube. Good Lord. United States has 267 million, I think. Something like that. Yeah, so they, they double us and think like that. but. I still think most of these videos are still targeting probably the United States. I mean, that's where the big advertisers pay the biggest. This is true because overseas, I believe like in Japan, I don't think they can really advertise as much. I don't know. I, I can't speak on the laws in Japan. I remember back a couple of years, I had a discussion with someone about it. Like they're not allowed to have like advertisements really and all that stuff. So I don't know if it's still the same or if it was really that way, but this would be a way for them to advertise actually advertise to make money i mean they can't do it. if they can't do it in their own country they could do it online in other countries and bring in another source of income okay so you're thinking it's all about the money all about the money they're pretty much abusing youtube's stupid system recommendation system the algorithm yeah all right well i like your personal thought and theory behind it dan i'm going to agree with you somewhat majority of the time that they do this, not for nefarious reasons, but for money. I mean, as you can see, the Web and Tiara's channel, as soon as it popped up, it became the third largest channel on YouTube in a few months. And people saw this and were like, holy crap, I need to get my bags of money. So they start copying these uh, other channels. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's what it's about. It's about money. But I also think that other organizations, such as like criminal organizations that traffic children, also see this as an opportunity to scout out these children or use it as a marketplace somewhat. I do believe that there is something like that going on. 
Is it big? I don't think it's that big, but I do think there's something like that based on some of these gibberish comments. They make no sense. Now that you say that, it did click in my mind that some of those comments, when you enter the things out and like you follow the, some of the links that some of those comments uh, put down, they actually lead to private videos, not just public ones, private videos of kids. Yeah, which makes me wonder if these organizations are out there looking for buyers and they say, OK, look, these buyers are more than likely going to be watching these these videos of these young girls on YouTube. And then they make these weird comments and then the sicko watching these videos copies it and sees it. And was like, oh, OK. So it's like the, the organization advertising to their purchaser. It kind of makes me think of. All right, so my apology video that we made for when we missed the Patreon episode. Which was like a couple months ago. Yeah, we couldn't upload it straight to Patreon at the time. Now we should be able to upload straight to Patreon with videos. But one of the ways to upload it and to attach it to Patreon, you would have to go through YouTube. Which this is probably, if it is happening, which probably it is, they're using YouTube to upload the videos to attach those videos somewhere else to show off the kids then. Yeah, and then they get messages from these people saying, hey, I like that video, you know, how can I get a hold of that child or how can I purchase pictures or videos or whatever sick thing that they want? It's very disturbing. It kind of makes me mad to think about. Yeah, it is extremely disturbing, but that's what I believe is going on. Uh, it's sickening, and I hope it stops. you have anything else you want to add to today's episode before we end it? Definitely make sure you watch what your kids are watching. It made me mad, like, reading this stuff up because... I know my nephews love watching like Spider-Man and Minecraft stuff and knowing that some of these characters that they love watching are being used like that. Yeah. So what we can say is uh, here shortly, we will be rolling out videos. And instead of putting your kids onto YouTube kids, you can put them onto theories of the third kind YouTube channel and have them watch us. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we aren't going to have anything bad, anything messed up. We're just going to educate them. OK, I mean, this is true. Yeah. I mean, other than seeing us in person. Well, not in person, but actually seeing us. That's the only bad thing. Family, friendly, entertaining content. That's it. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, if you or a loved one have experienced these weird videos on YouTube and you would like to tell us about it, you can send us an email to Aaron or Dan at theoriesofthethirdkind.com. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And that right there is the end of the episode today. I hope you all enjoyed it. So now we are going to transition to our on the scene. Now, if you don't know what our on the scene is, it is where an individual from anywhere in the world goes and takes their phone or microphone or whatever they have and records themselves interviewing someone else or records themselves talking about their own theories as to current conspiracy happenings that are going on around the world. Now, anyone can do this, meaning you, yes, you, the person who's listening to this right now can do it. All you have to do is record it on your phone and then submit that recording to our email address and make sure the recording is less than two minutes long and that there is no music playing in the background, there is no trains in the background, and you are not eating while you are doing the interview or talking. That's our only requirements, okay? And uh, once we get your email, we will put it in our line of videos uh, that people have submitted. And we will play it at the end of the show. All right. So for this week's On the Scene, play that right now. All right. I'm Reggie. My name is Leonidas. And we're here with uh, On the Scene 
slash hometown theories Thursday. So uh, we both have picked out a topic we'd like to briefly share with you. Uh, Leonidas, if you would like to begin. Ah, yes, I'll go first. Um, today I'm going to be talking about psychedelics and uh, nothing really crazy here. I just, in my personal experience, I have become to be an advocate for psychedelic therapy. I feel like there's a, it opens you up to a lot of potential growth. You know, there's some bad capabilities, but hey, that's there with everything. And unrelated um, to that, I have, I've done DMT and there was one time I was listening to an episode and you have talked about a big purple goddess and I've met a big green goddess that I believe to be Mother Gaia or uh, Mother Earth. And it was, we had a very loving, warm, comfortable hug. Just all of those, it was, I've never felt anything like it. That's why I think she was very powerful. I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to Reggie here. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about aliens and de- debunk some things that, you know, the government's coming out and telling us, trying to cover up the existence of these aliens. Um, most recently, it's come out that it might quas- quite possibly be Chinese surveillance drones or even Chinese spy planes. And I just, I can't wrap my head around it that the United States government, as mighty as it may be, would openly admit to not having air superiority over some of its most sacred sites. Uh, just, I, I can't see that. You know, it's a terrible excuse and everybody's just, you know, the sheep will follow and things will continue to stay quiet. So I'm just out here seeking the truth. Uh, and that's all we got. Love you guys. And remember, you are not alone. Boom. Oh. Thank you, Leonidas and Reggie. I think that's what their names were. I don't know. It's, it came in from Justin. That's why I thought it was Le- from Justin. Leonidas? I guess not. Le- I'm just calling Leonidas. But yes, thank you for that one. And I had never done DMT, so I don't, I can't say much about it. But, I mean, if you think you met, like, Mother Gaia, that's actually... Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I would think that'd be enlightening. Uh, something else I wanted to comment on is the one guy's opinion about the drones supposedly being China's, right? the United States saying that these vehicles are maybe drones from China. I think it's them just saying that. Yeah. Because let's say that the United States has these vehicles and they're keeping them top secret. And then it leaks out. They aren't going to say, hey, it's ours. And then China's like, oh, really? It's yours. No, they're going to say, we don't know whose it is. Maybe it's China. Maybe it's theirs. They're going to play dumb. That's the way that they would do it. You know, it makes sense for them to say, hey, no, it's China. And China's like, it's not ours. You know, it's yours or something like that. You know, yeah, it's China's, you know, and China's over there like, no, it's not ours. You know what you're talking about. Then, oh, who are you going to believe us or them? Come on now. We we know that they're doing stuff over there. So, yeah, actually, it's ours and we're trying to keep it top secret. So we blame it on other nations. Makes sense. Or that it's actually alien spacecrafts and they just don't want us to go totally bonkers. Be like, oh, we told you so. But I mean, they've already come out saying that they've studied ufos or like know about them and shit like that so you can't really say that and then be like oh it's china china's drones well that's what they did anyways thank you for your on the scene this week i appreciate it i love you and i'm proud of you much love thank you for it all right so now we're gonna jump into birthday shout outs all right so our first birthday shout out this week goes to justin swanson His birthday is on November 24th, which is today. 
And I just want to say happy birthday to you, Justin. Love you and I'm proud of you. Happy birthday, Justin. The next birthday we have, I believe his name is John Carlos. It is on November 26th. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, John Carlos. All right. So our next birthday is Kalob. It's spelled C-A-L-A-B. Kalob. 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 Kalab. Kalab. Happy birthday, Kalab A. Happy birthday. Their birthday is on December 1st. I hope it's a good one. Love you. Which the next one is on December 1st as well to a Zoe Tucker. Happy birthday, Zoe. Happy birthday. Keep playing that guitar. All right. So our next birthday shout out goes to Joseph Twist. His birthday is on November 28th. And he requests a voice impersonation of Macho Man Randy Savage for his birthday shout out. Why are you looking at me? Why don't you do it? You do it great. I can't do it. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, Joseph. Oh, yeah. You come inside my territory. Yeah. You're going to get it. And I'm going to twist you up for your birthday. Yeah. Hey, birthday, bitch. Happy birthday. All right. The next birthday is to Keegan Reed, whose birthday is on November 28th. It is a birthday shout out from your dad, Kirk. And us. Kirk. Kirk Cobain? Oh, that's Kirk Cobain. Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, my bad. I wonder if he beamed you up, Keegan. Happy birthday. I hope it's a good one. Happy birthday. Next birthday shout out goes to Corbin Eagle. What a badass name. Badass name. Badass name. His birthday is on November 25th. And happy birthday to you, Eagle. Ah! Ah! Damn, there's a rare Eagle in this room. The next birthday we have is Michelle Cordeo. Her birthday is on November 25th. So happy birthday, Michelle. Happy birthday, Michelle. It's such a good move. It's such a good movie. Michelle. Happy birthday. Michelle has some digestive problems. <laughs> All right. So our next birthday shout out goes to Stephen Duke. His birthday is on November 18th. Happy birthday, Stephen. I hope it was great and I hope you had a good one. Happy birthday, Stephen. So our next birthday is Emily McClary. This is a birthday shout out. From your husband, Bryce. Bryce says he loves you. Her birthday is November 20th, so four days ago. Bryce says, happy birthday. Now get in the kitchen and make me a cake. No, he didn't say that. But he did say you could go on a shopping spree, go get his card, and he loves you. He didn't say that, but happy birthday. And he said if you wanted a new car, you can. Just go, just go to the dealership, trade in yours, and get a brand new Ferrari if you wanted to. It's on him. He's proud of you, and he's going to put it on you. Oh, with your consent, of course. All right. So our last birthday shout out goes to Fidel Cashflow. <laughs> Sorry, not laughing at your name. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. What an awesome name. Your birthday is on November 26th. Happy birthday, Fidel. I hope it's good and everything is great. And that is all of our birthday shout outs for this week. I have one that I missed. Oh, that I would like to say because i i had it but i forgot about it sorry but i found it all right let's hear it it is a birthday shout out to yonatan yonatan yeah y-o-n-a-t-a-n he says it's pronounced like jonathan but with a y so yonatan yonatan and the combo no (laughs) no not Giannis and the combo no but his birthday was november 8th so i just wanted to say happy birthday to him and i'm sorry that it's a little late so happy belated birthday Happy belated birthday, Yane. I love you and I'm proud of you. Nice. All right. So that's the end of our birthday shout outs. 
Again, if you want one or you want to give one to a loved one, send an email to support, that's S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at theoriesofthethirdkind.com. And on the subject line, put birthday shout out. Okay? It's where we go and we organize all of our birthday shout outs. And it makes it extremely easy for us. Please do not go to my Instagram or Dan's Instagram or our podcast Instagram and send us a message on there because I cannot guarantee that you will get a birthday shout out if you do it that way. Okay. That's correct. All right. So is there anything you want to say or announce or anything at all before we roll this episode out today? All right. I have one shout out that I had that I hadn't done yet. One of our Discord members, Riza, or Risa, she asked if we could give her son Austin a shout out because he bought one of our shirts. Dang, Austin, looking freaking sweet, dog. Rock on, dude. Hell yeah. You looking for a stepdaddy, dog? Dan's got you. My God. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, badass shirt, Austin. Shout out to you, buddy. Nice. Proud of you. Love you. <laughs> all right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about, Dan, or anything at all before you end this episode? No, because if we go anymore, I might be a stepdad to multiple. Oh, dad's available. <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, I want to thank you for joining us today. And again, thank you for your support. It means a lot to us because without you, we would not be able to do this. That's true. So with that being said, I want to thank you. And I want you to know that you're all amazing. Every single one of you. And if you are single and looking for a stepfather for your children, Dan is single as well. So with that being said, wait, 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 wait. Dan, whoa, do you want to roll us out? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We almost effed up. Caleb's birthday. All right. Well, side note, it is Caleb's birthday. Okay. I was going to surprise him on Patreon, but Dan just ruined that. So with he's, that not being even, said, he's not even here. What are you talking about? <laughs> see, this is what you get if you get together with Dan. Okay. Just want you all to know that. All right. So with that being said, Dan, go ahead and roll us out. It's okay to be out of this world with your thoughts. Because you are not alone. <laughs>